Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to my first show. It's Shy. I got this new podcast, Believe in Grizzlies, and today I have a special guest. Is the Stanford grad, 12-year NBA veteran, the Grizzlies color analyst for Valley Sports Southeast, Mr. Brevin Knight. How you doing, brother? I'm I'm doing I'm doing good, sis. I I this the first one? Yes, this the first one. Um boy, I, I am I, I am flattered. Flattered yep. and honored. The first show. So how oh, was your how was your go. break? How was your All-Star All-Star weekend break? All-Star Weekend was good. I got a chance to uh, hang out with my, my wife and my son, and we went down and saw some family. I played some golf, relaxed, enjoyed All-Star Weekend. So it was one of the, the better All-Star Weekends that I have seen in a, a very long time. Uh, and so it was, a good, it was a good time. Relaxed a little bit. So it was, it was, it was a, nice, uh, a nice break. Uh, and, and what has been a a long season to this point. Well, that's good to hear. So how do you feel about the 75 players the NBA chose to, like, um, really ascend the um, 75th anniversary? Uh, I thought I thought they did a good job, man. It, it's, it is, it's extremely hard when you, you start to go through and, and have to pick and choose why someone is on and why someone isn't because there, there's still probably another 50 or so, maybe a 25 or so other people that deservedly could have an argument as to why they should be on the top 75. But, but I thought that it was, that's what enhanced the all-star weekend was that you had that added bonus of it being the 75th anniversary and all of the pageantry that they did surrounding that, uh, I, I thought was was good, and it was it was fun to see a lot of a lot of those a lot of guys that uh, for me some of the guys that I have played against uh, a lot of the guys that I, I grew up watching, and then even some of the guys that may not have had a chance to see play, but you you you've heard so many stories about who they were and what they were able to do. So uh, I, I thought it was it was it was good. I think that the list is everyone is deserving. Um, and I, I, I thought it just added a little bit, a little one more element to this to this past weekend. And then for me, what I liked about it was all day you had been seeing that they was like, well, Michael Jordan, you know, he wasn't going to be there. And you saw pictures of him in NASCAR. When they called his name, he, he was out there. I lost my shit. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. <laughs> I, I don't think I was the only one. Because it seems like he got the most applause we have heard the entire weekend. Well, and the thing the thing about it for him is it'll well, well, well we we don't give him enough credit is he he span he expands so many generations. So it's like because his sneaker and his apparel, his line is still alive and as vibrant as ever, then he has the people that old enough that watched them people that were older while watching him do it now they're older they had people that were 
that are middle age, where it's around the same age that he is, so watch them grow up. And then even the young people still have it, still know who he is, what he did, what he stood for. Because so it's like he is he is beloved between so many generations uh, that it puts him in, a, in a, an entirely different stratosphere. And I thought it was only fitting uh, that his name be the last one called uh, at, at, during it during the ceremony. And so uh, it, it, it's I mean it's to me he still is the greatest player in my in my mind the greatest player to ever play the game. Uh, and, and so it's, it's, it's nice to see him still get the recognition that he does. What are your thoughts when you saw after they announced Jordan and they sat there for a minute and then you heard from John Morant, Trey Young, Carl Anthony Towns, and Luka Doncic as really they spoke as the stars of tomorrow? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, again, it's just so well thought out because it's, 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 it's like – you always want people to talk so much about how much the the young guys, how much do they respect where the game has, where it came from, how did it get to this point? Those that have played before, and, and I don't, I don't think we give them enough credit uh, for for not only being as good as players as they are, but also students of the game and the names that we thought were uh, the older players, all of the people that came before us. Those people may be a, a generation removed from them, but all of the other guys that are still around, a lot of the names that were called uh, on that list were guys that they they grew up emulating, guys that they they watched play. And so uh, I thought it was it was it was only fitting to have, especially those four young guys, because you had the younger, and then you had Carl Anthony Towns, who you would consider to be. You're more of your veteran young player in the league, but still a guy that is, you know that is definitely ascending. And so, uh, it just everything was so well thought out. That was a, that's the thing that I took away from from the weekend. It was every everything was was well thought out, and that, and that that was just another example of. It. Okay, so um, what makes the Grizzlies team so special, and what makes it work? Yeah, what makes it special is you got a bunch of young dudes, man, that's that's able to play for one goal. Like, I mean, if, if to not just give the the normal answer, I just give you the real answer is at the end of the day, you normally do not get young guys at this point in their career when they have the amount of money that they have, where they have the amount of influence that they have, where they have the amount of recognition to be able to still play for one goal. And that's what they've been able to do. And, and a lot of it, I think, is because they genuinely like each other. You know, it, like liking people is not, is not a big thing in the NBA. Like it's, it's not everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't, doesn't like each other because you still have personal agendas. But they've been able to, even though having personal agendas, let the team agenda be bigger than it all. And that's because of their relationship. So it's, it's the difference in why. They have 41 wins this year as opposed to being hovering somewhere maybe around 500 or below. It's, it's a direct reflection of, uh, of how much they get along. Forget the X and O's. Like, right. it's, so you think, this, like, this is a vibe. The, the vibe that they have with one another goes beyond the X and O's, but they do it. But 
Taylor and his staff do a great job of continuing to influence that in a positive way that they get positive outcomes. I mean, this is a perfect right now. They just have the it's the perfect marriage. It's a perfect like it's the perfect marriage. The, I, I say it all the time. When I knew it was special is when Taylor would be talking and them dudes would be looking at him while he talked. Right. People were like, man, what you mean? Like, yo, when he's talking, you don't get five, six people just looking around. I'm, I'm talking about the people that are that's gonna be in the game, not just guys that are around the huddle. You get everyone engaged. If he calls somebody over and he's saying something to him, there's an engagement in terms of eye contact. That's man, that that's that's huge. And and, and so uh, it's just it's it's fun to be able to sit there and 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 to be able to feel it by being around them. I can feel that that they just have that that it factor right now that's going right. So um, and to me, I think the attitude of John Morant has a lot to do do with that as well. Yes, like, yep. Because he's always crediting his teammates and coaching staff. He just don't want the accolades for himself. I mean, he does that in interviews. He does that all over social media. And then it's just like, it's not just about him. It's about the team. So let's talk about the ascension of John Morant and what makes this kid so special. Well, I mean, it, there's so many layers. So number one, I tell everybody, he, he is the best combination to me right now of Park basketball with the combination of park basketball and organized basketball. He's the best organized park basketball player that I've seen in a long time. And, and what I mean by that is he makes solid plays, but he just – he has his own flair to how it happens. Um, he, he can understand if they're trapping me early to get rid of the ball sooner so that the, the play can keep happening beyond – these two defenders, or is it a time for me, I say to attack at three levels in the paint, right below the free throw line? Am I getting to the dotted line? Or did I make enough of a move and try and get to the rim? His first couple of years, everything was just get to the rim. That has changed on the offensive side, which has uh, drastically improved his ability to score uh, for, for this team. And, and then his, his leadership ability, has continued to get better. To go to games again, to be close, to be able to hear how much he is talking to other players, how much he and Taylor talk, um, you know, gives, gives us a, gives gives me a chance to to see how much he has grown in that way. So I, I just think that he's he's never satisfied. Uh, just like the rest of these young guys, they they play with the chips on the shoulder. Um, but they they direct all of that energy in a positive way, and, and and so he like you said he's the head of it. Like he's the he's the swag. Like at the end of the day, they have adopted his mentality through and through. And, and it's and it's it's not just with the players on the floor. It's, it's how they uh, how they are away from the floor. And that's not to say that guys didn't have their own. They had their own personalities. They had their own their own swag. This is just. When, you're, when your best player also can vibe with everybody the way that he has, then it, it just it creates a, a different type of environment. And, and one in right, right now is, is a winning one. All right. And then it's like, um, I like when, you know, John Conchar, 
had that, you know, awesome game. And they all, you know, went and, you know, hugged him and stuff on TV. That that was yep. good to me because sometimes you don't see that. You know, like you see the star players, you know, they're hanging together, but you see like all the players, you know, around him and you know, showing him love like that. That it just seems so special to me. Shot, here's the thing that the only people that really kind of worry about these distinctions in terms of stars and role people is everyone outside of the team. The team itself, he's just John Morant. Desmond Bain, John Conchar, Killian Till. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they they don't they don't look at each other as, oh, well, that's the star John Morant. We all know who he is. We all know who the leader of the team is. But away from that, it, these are just young guys playing a game that they love to play. And, and so I, I think that's that's the other thing that he's he's a he's human. Like right. that's that's what makes him that's what makes it so good for him is. We see superhuman things that he does on the court, but he's just human to this team. Right. So um, there was a recent poll that came out on social media today by Reddit, and it polled um, fan bases, you know, each NBA team. You had to choose a player of another team. You couldn't choose a player, choose like a fan base of the team that you root for. You had to choose another player. Yep. So John Morant was chosen for most of the teams. The Net Nets fan base liked him. Bulls, Pistons, Warriors, Pacers, the Timberwolves, the 76ers, the Utah Jazz. He was tied with Stephen Curry or with Heath fans. And he was tied with Nikola Nikola Jokic with the Bucks fans. Wow. Have you ever seen a Memphis Grizzlies player? As popular as John Morant? No, uh, heck no. But with with uh, as viral as as the things that he has done, with the success that the team, because that, that that's the thing I keep telling people about. I mean, we, we can we can talk about all these plays and these highlights, but the team has been successful since he's been here, and now he's just taking such a bigger leap this season. And and, and amidst COVID, amidst playing in the bubble. Missing players, missing time, all of those different things, different players being in and out, that, that they're still successful. And in this social media age where as soon as it happens, everybody's going to see it. I mean, we, we've all become more popular because of John Morant. I mean, I, I, people don't all of a sudden start following or want to talk to me as much as they have because I, I'm not doing anything different than I did. The last couple of seasons, it's all changed because of him and what this team has been able to do. And so, um, uh, no, there, there hasn't. He is by far uh, the most, the 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 most famous Grizzly to this point. I wanted to ask you, like, you know, being that you see him, you get to watch him every night. How proud of you to see him, like, really at, as one of the forefront players? In the All Star game, well, I think I, I was I was proud of again just how hard he works. Uh, he easily could could say, you know, I've I've arrived, I'm here, I made it. Uh, but but he continued he continued to work, continues to work, continues to find 
you know, the next area of his game and, and, and things that may not just be of his game, the leadership side, how, how do I continue to motivate my team? And so um, I, 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 was, I, was, I was very proud and, and very happy to, to say, you know, we, we've, got, we've got a chance to watch him from day one and he's grown so much from day one to now. And, you know, you just start to think like, wow, where, where does it go from here? But uh, I'm also one of those people that I, I just say, let's just enjoy the moment. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying the moment. And, and then like with his ascension, he's been having, you know, people who really are not into the NBA, especially here in the city of, city of Memphis, who really wants to watch basketball right now. Um, yeah. Some people didn't like the Grizzlies or whatever. They, you know, chose their other teams for other reasons or another. But they really are into the Grizzlies right now. And I think that's like that's due to, like you said, John Moran. I, I, I think definitely he a lot a lot of it is him, but a lot of it is just the team, though. The, the team is like I tell a lot of people when they ask me, uh, you know, you, you got you got man, John Moran is so exciting. I say yes, he is exciting and all that. But what I'm what I'm telling you is just watch how well this entire team plays. Mm-hmm. Don't get so and don't just get enamored with what he does. Right. Like, really watch what, and I think that's also a part of the appreciation is that yes, he he creates uh, the highlights. Yes, he's the engine, but there's so many other pieces that are people that you can you can love. The Stephen Adams edition and how he is he has fit in. Jaron Jackson Jr. and what he has been able to do in terms of not just being uh, with the fouls and being available within games, but being available for the season. Right. Like to, to every night we, every night we turn around and, you know, he's out there on the floor competing. And, and so uh, to see how his, his growth has happened just throughout this season has been fun. Desmond Bain and what he does, Mr. Do Something. I mean, the, the list is going, Brandon Clark's resurgence. Right. Uh, of, of what Tyus Jones a career. So, I mean, like, the, we can go the list. Yes, John Moran is the star, but the list of why they are, why they are where they are, the, that list goes on and on. Kyle Anderson assuming a different role, but still fitting into that role nicely. So, you know, and so whoever being ready to play when your number's called, next man up, Conchar, Tilly, down the list, Cole. I mean, it, it's it, there's so many storylines to to why this team was good. John Morant definitely heads that. Okay, so this morning on Get Up ESPN, yep, Dave Williams caused a firestorm on social media when he his bold prediction was the Memphis Grizzlies was going to the NBA Finals. What right. do you think it would take for the Grizzlies to get to that level? Well, I think the, the 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 biggest thing is half court execution. Um, we'll have to really get better as we as we can just fine tune it as you you get through the the end of this season because you're gonna have to execute at some point in time within the playoffs. I don't think it's gonna be the slow down playoffs that we that we are accustomed to, but I do think that there's gonna become important possessions where you're going to have to figure out how to get a shot. 
and and uh, and so I, I think that's a a a big a, a area that will help them. The other thing is is continuing to stay healthy, like especially Dylan Brooks. And I say that because Dylan brings a a level of physicality, but also a level of size at the wing that I think the Grizzlies really need uh, if they're going to make this the deep run. But I mean, he, he, everybody else may say that at this one may say that it's a bold prediction, um, but it's not, it's, it's not that bold. I mean, with, with how they, with how they play and especially how they play against the upper echelon teams. And yeah, that was his thing. He said that they were 18 and 10 against yep. the top teams. Yeah. And that's right. what and so, he predicted it. Yes, that's what gives you gives you gives you the, the, the thought process that they could get it done. But it's man, it's and it's just continue to win straight out of the, the break. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna come out of the break until with a losing streak. But I, I think they'll be focused and ready to go. Okay, lastly, I want to we want to talk about um, Giannis, his thoughts on John Morant. Um, I'm not going to attempt to say his last name because I don't no. want to mess it up. So on this show, it's going to be Giannis. You feel me? <laughs> I, listen, I ain't mad at you for the longest. I didn't say it. I, I just it's been around, and I've had to say it enough that I've gotten I've gotten good at saying it. But listen, I've 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 apologized to people's parents on TV before I, I butcher the last name or I just don't say it. Right. I'm, so, a unconven- I'm an unconventional analyst, if right. you haven't noticed. Right. And then we, uh, people appreciate you and Pete because you guys are honest. You guys are very yeah. honest. Like, it's not like like you guys want the Grizz to win, but you're honest in your cup. Well, you know, it's two teams out there. I'm not I, I I understand. We always have a Grizzlies too. We and I'm gonna tell you. I can I can blatantly tell you. I want the Grizzlies to win every game. Right. That, that's the goal. I I go into every game. Unlike a national broadcast where there's they have no stake, no real feeling to it, which is fine. No, I go into the game with a bias of I want the Grizzlies to win tonight. And but respect the fact that there's another team, and sometimes the other team just plays well enough to where they don't allow you to win. And, right. and so it's, it's fine with acknowledging that. Okay, so let's get back to Giannis Thompson's job. Yep. Let's hear, what did he say? What did he say? He said he has improved every single year. He's having an unbelievable year this year. Crazy. I know that he's a very humble kid. I know he works extremely hard, and why not? why he cannot win a championship in Memphis. A lot of people think it can't be done. That's something that he should literally consider a lot of people that he can't do it. For me, that motivates me even more. You know, when people think you got to be, go to a big market to win a championship, you have to join this guy, that guy to win a championship. And he said, you have to do this to that to be able to be on, be, be on the top. But it's not necessarily true. You, you just have to do what makes you happy. And I think he's happy where he is right now. He has an unbelievable team. They have great culture, a great coach. The sky's the limit for them. But at the end of the day, he got to do what makes him happy. Hey, I, I don't think he could have said it any better. And, and, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that 
uh, Giannis took the challenge of making his team better, not feeling as though he had to go somewhere else to get it done. And, and I believe that John Morant is built from the same – is cut from the same cloth and that he, he wants to be able to show and prove that he was able to get this organization to the mountaintop. Uh, in terms of his leadership, and and that's no, that's a lot of people say. Well, that's that's selfish. That's, no, no, that is that's great players, and, and there, there's there are people that are able to do it. And I always tell people in college, we all were those people. Right, like, we all felt that way in college. This is when you get to the pros, you start to realize, like, damn, that dude right there, a little bit better than me. So uh, I'm gonna let him do what he does. I'm gonna go ahead and do what I do. And, and, and that's, that's just what it is. That's the reality of it. It's like, for me, Sean, what I don't live, I don't live in the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right. I live in the what is. And the what is is there are different levels of players in the NBA, which is fine. There ain't no not, not nothing to say that you're not good. You're just not as good as him. And, and that's, that's, that's just the reality of it. And so. Yeah, yeah for uh, me, it's just like when I, when people say, well, like, you know, the last game of in Portland, Fans were mad. Well, they didn't supposed to be Portland, but you have to realize these are NBA players. Yes, they you yes. can on any given night to any team. And if you get, and if you give these other guys that that have to usually play a role, but you let them then go out and say, you know what? There's no you got no restraints. Like you, you don't have to not shoot because we got to get this guy the ball. You're not only going to play this four or five minute stretch. You go out there, do your thing. Shoot, when you tell NBA guys that, then that's, that's when it gets – that's when it starts to become hard or tough because those guys that you just looked at as role people, now they're able to go and show, oh, I can go out and do what I normally do. I don't have to just play the role right now. So uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's just kind of what the game – what it is. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's nice, number one, I say that. It's nice that we have a team of guys that are able to fulfill a role, but still be themselves, not be robots. Right. And, okay, the last question I'm going to ask was, okay, like the Grizzlies, is like some of the players, um, the the opposing fans, like really hate them. Uh, say, for instance, Desmond Bain, because he got into it with LeBron James. These kids go out and they're not afraid of anybody. And some people just don't like that. What are your thoughts on that, brethren, about how they play fearless? I love it. I love I love every bit of it. I love that Desmond Bain is not like is it gets underneath your skin in a totally different way that Dylan does, but has the same mentality, the same uh, like we say that same dog in him, but he's not overt about it. Right, like he is. He is. He is very calm in his demeanor, but he's still talking shit. Like he's still. He's, like he's still. People say that still, the whole team talking. Oh yeah, he's he's still he's still in your ear. He's still, but it's not. You're never going to know. He's not going to change his expression. Right, that's what gets underneath people. And then at the end of the day, is they back it up. So what 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 makes you upset is the fact that, like, not you're not out here doing just doing it as a tactic. You're doing it because that's how, and you still go hoop. So I, I love, I love every bit of how cocky they are, 
um, because they still respect the game. Like right. it's not, it's not in a disrespect of the game. And, and, and I, listen, I was one of those guys. I was one of those people that, that felt like nobody, every, nobody ever thought that I was supposed to be. And so it was always like, well, I got to prove again. And that's, that's, so I, I love to see every bit of the swagger in which they, they, they put forth every night. So did you ever get a chance to watch their um, job and Jaren's um, after they won in New York? Did you have? Did you get a chance to watch their post game? I did not see the post game. Wow, that was I like did. something to see because they talked plenty of shit that night. That's when Ja was talking about the chimney and the smoke stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, I saw that. I saw those com. I saw the. I saw the comments and. And uh, but I didn't I didn't go back and watch and watch the press conference. But he, I know I know that they listen. They they got the utmost confidence. They got the utmost confidence, man. And and when you're in Memphis long enough, that Memphis start to wear off on you. Right, and it's then hard. it just seems like that they just put on for the city everywhere they they yeah. just put on for for the city, and they just love Memphis and and just it just seems like they feel like Memphis is the right place. For, for them to be in right now. Look, man, we all love Memphis. For, for, for whatever reason, uh, it has been one of those cities that if they love you, they ride with you. For whatever the reasons may be, how, for, for the community service that you do, for, I mean, stats you put up, for the hustle plays that you make, whatever the reason may be. When, when Memphis rides for you, they ride for you. And that makes everybody, every, each and every one of us that feel that from the city just want, you, want to show that much love back to the city. And so I, I, I know exactly how they feel because I, it's, to me, I, I always tell people, I feel like I'm an adopted son of the city of Memphis. And, and, and so I, I know for them, being in this moment, as well as the team is playing, with the national exposure that they're able to get, I, I can only imagine how much they want to just show their appreciation uh, for what the city means to, to, to the team. Well, I appreciate you, Brevin, even though before I hit record, you talk smack to me about, you know, my technical difficulties and whatnot. Well, I was just making sure. I was happy that we didn't get past your bedtime, that, it was, that we were able to, even though we had to push it back a little bit, that you were still able to stay up before you know, 9 o'clock to get it done. You I know really what? Appreciate, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not appreciate your, I'm not going to appreciate gonna your dedication. That's all but I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you. You know, y'all, we fight like, you know, brothers and sisters and whatnot. But I appreciate you, you know, taking your time out <laughs> to be my first guest on my new uh, podcast. Well, I will. Yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm right there. I'm putting this down, boy. Number one, I don't know if I ever been the first on any in anybody's show before. Yeah, I'm you, excited. You, 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 my first, first guest, and that really, really special to me, or whatever. And you know, it's just like I think you got one of the best jobs in the world. Oh, shucks, I got the best job. <laughs> got the best. I'm never leaving. So all y'all out there think you're gonna be a broadcaster for the Grizzlies? You're not. Must see TV, right? <laughs> Exactly right. The best show on Hardwood. All right. Well, I, look, I'll listen right. to you. Listen to you tomorrow. Okay, Ray. Thanks for having All me. All right. Thank you so much. 
Halo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.